Hello, and welcome to the T3 T3 podcast. I'm here with iNaps for episode one. What is up, iNaps? Um, nothing really. Just kind of hyped to be on the podcast. Um, also happy to spread some of my opinions. Some people may <laughs> want to hear. People may not want to hear, but spread the opinions. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into it. So. For those of you all that are new, um, y'all probably know iNaps more than y'all know me, but uh, I'm hashtag. I've been doing Siege podcasts for a long time, for like probably three years. I used to have a Daily Dose of Siege podcast, and uh, probably the most successful thing I've done in the Siege community, but it was more for casual viewers. So I decided to restart the podcast as the T3 podcast and kind of market it more towards like T2, T3 um, type of stuff. They say I need to turn you up, so I'm about to do that real quick. So let's get into what uh, what's the nitty gritty of iNaps, the OG roster, uh, the T3 scene, you know, everybody's been here to listen to you talk about. So let's start with... Uh, DAL Qualls, oh, y'all, uh, y'all were in the DAL Qualls, and y'all had a pretty nasty uh, run up until the close Qualls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did very well. We did pretty well. I'm pretty sure in the um, like the open Qualls, the first Qualls, and the closed ones, I think we kind of like surprised some people because I'm pretty sure we went four and zero day one, eight mm-hmm. games out of total, or eight games in total, and we went four and zero day one. Um, just obviously played like out of our minds insanely well. Um, just want to say thank you to like everyone on the team, obviously, because we all played very well, especially Kirk. Kirk was fragging out, popping off. Like he kind of like hard carried us like based off frags, but everyone on the team like kind of does their job, but he, he's mainly there because he, he's a uh, extreme gunner and I've known him for about two and a half years. So yeah. I, I knew him on Xbox. He was champ on Xbox, switched over. Um. He's just an all-around gunner. I know Aimkey because Aimkey played on um played on a couple T4 teams and I played against him before. Uh, Casper, I kind of just met because um I met Casper through Hawks and then I tried out for Casper's team, made the Overture team, that's how I knew him. I know Hacker through um through Aggro, they played on Northern Shield together and then we're on Xbox together, and so um kind of just picked up Hacker, um ran the Dal Quals. We did extremely well um and i'm just I'm, I'm really happy because that's like the first ever thing that i've probably done in this scene that's like ever like done anything like siege related my opinion at least so um those yeah. balls were like insanely good like um i'm pretty sure we didn't lose a single match on theme park or villa that whole time yeah yeah that's what I was gonna say. People on that. That's what I was gonna say. My team was in was in the close calls too. Um, we didn't make DAL um, for whatever reason, but uh, everybody was saying, you know, don't take um, OG to theme because they uh, they aren't losing it right now. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what seemed to like spark y'all into the into DAL was theme and you know y'all y'all well, made like- it basically. Yeah, I'd say our like main stay map, like from where first when OG started, is uh, Villa. I'd say mm-hmm. um, we're very good on that map. Um, also, extremely good as like good at theme. Um, mainly the thing with theme is people don't really know how to like attack it properly. In my opinion, and some of the T three teams we played didn't really have a lot of experience like on playing it. Uh, yeah. obviously we played a, like a lot of good teams on it but it was just our over like overall how we played it because we had only scrimmed it like a week prior and we were getting absolutely slammed in scrims and then we just come on game day on theme and we haven't pretty sure we lost one time to coastal our first time playing it we haven't lost on theme since yeah so like and that's like 10 or so game days so all right first tell me about kirk and it's kirk is interesting to me because everybody keeps on telling me he's 31 with a kid <laughs> is is this a running okay, joke um, or is it serious oh uh, kind of running joke um kirk is uh, like our our gunner he's like the guy who 
if we need to win a round and it's like a 2v5 or something, we go Kirk, make a play. He goes he goes off and he makes a play and wins us the round. Like he's that type of player. He's he's insanely mechanically gifted. He has very good game sense. Like if you didn't even know, he can shot call an IGL. Mm-hmm. No one really knows that. Like he is insanely mechanical, just a great player overall. And I will say this, like uh, uh, right now, um, Kirk isn't actually 31 with the kid, but <laughs> I was just he curious. still is crazy. I was just <laughs> curious because like if like I'm I'm old. I'm 26, so I'm like nine years mm-hmm. older than you. So like uh, I'm married. I don't have kids, but um, but like if if I was in the team, regardless of how good the team was, I probably wouldn't even consider an underage team just because um, you know unless they're going to give me like the mm-hmm. exposure I need in order to yeah. succeed then there's no reason because I'm going to, I want to be, you know, I want to make CL. I want to do CL quals and at mm-hmm. least, you know, get that out there. So yeah, that's interesting because me and, uh, me and my teammate TK, he was saying, there's no way Kirk's 31. That guy's a gunner. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's what they say. And then, uh, he looked it up and he was like, he was like, yeah, no, he's, he's 31. And I'm like, okay, I told you. So that solves that. That solves that. We were, we were very curious. So, uh, um, so what about uh, um, uh, Hacker joining Mystic, you know, leaving you guys to join Mystic, partially because y'all are an underage team? Yeah, well, that that was the main reason why. So Mystic, obviously, insanely, like, big org, widely known through T2, T3 scene. Um, they've had some of the best T2, uh, T3 teams in, like, probably, like, the last year or so under their, under their org, right? Um, Mystic. Um, that team before, uh, or Mystic Get team, the one that was Agar, Shapai, Candle, Baron, and mm-hmm. I, for, I forget the or Cryptics. Yeah, yeah. That team is very good. We played them in scrims, and they whipped like like absolutely slammed us like every single time. Um, and then we came on on game day. We we uh we played them on theme, obviously. Dal calls, and we beat them. Um. And we had, uh, so Hacker was on the team at that point. And then again, uh, so Hacker leaves. Um, I understand why Hacker left. Obviously, I'm going to be upset about it because we were like winning games. We were beating some good teams, but he wanted 18 plus. He wants to do CL claws. And he is a very established like uh, T3 coach. Like I remember he used to coach PogChamp. Mm-hmm. We all know PogChamp. Yeah. One of the best, like t- probably the best T3 team that's ever existed. And that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, he is a, very capable shot caller, like probably the best IGL I played with. I will confidently say that. Um, he's just he's just overall like a good mind for the game, and I feel like um, it, at the moment I was upset, but now I think I'm not really upset anymore about it because we have some like um, good tryouts to try and like take his spot, obviously. So I'm kind of like hyped more for the future. I don't want to like dwell on the past or anything, but. Um, yeah, we we obviously played them after Hacker joined them, and we beat them on both maps. So that was kind of satisfying in the moment, even though they had a sub one map. So yeah, yeah, you gotta always like on every team that I've ever been on. I said, you know, if there's like a better opportunity for you to succeed, then you you can take it. Like you know, like um, you know, a team with a lot of good players, I guess, and they get like T two tryouts and. Um, we do a lot of T2 scrims, a lot of challenger league scrims. And, um, and so like a lot of them get a lot of looks and get a lot of tryouts. And I'm like, if the team is clearly better than us, go try out, at least give it a shot, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you make it, you make it. And so, um, I don't want to leak anything cause I don't know how much anybody knows, but like Gohan, uh, left our team because he had a hands down better offer. And, uh, <laughs> he told me about it yeah yeah i don't know i don't leak it obviously but i know what you're talking about yeah i have no clue if he if it's like i i it, i'm probably making it more of a big deal by not saying it than it really is to be honest but but uh yeah see he tried out for a team that has uh some substantially like known players and so like uh, we were like okay well if they're gonna pick you up then then you know we're not we're not upset you know so mm-hmm that's kind of the same way with with hackers like he doesn't get a shot at cl with you guys until you know like all of us sorry 18 18, that's gonna be that's gonna be about two years because um casper i'm pretty sure 16 
aim key 16 or 17 and kirk's 31 with the kid so like you know he's ready <laughs> ready to play so yeah eh. so uh what's the is casper just like trolling on twitter like uh he's saying he's going lft or something or lf yeah lft i thought i, I thought i read that the other day i'm not sure if he's going lft or not but we um we had like uh internal issues between it wasn't really like of like about him but it was mainly just the team wanted to pick up a hard sport igl and just like a crazy gunner so we've been doing tryouts for that the past two days um we so, we obviously like Casper, Cas like that's why we like we um offered him to be sub and coach because number one, Casper pushes all of us to play the game consistently. His grind set is probably one of the like the best I've seen as like a teammate. Yeah. And I obviously love him as a friend because I've I've known him for about six months and teamed with him for six months. Yeah, so he's kind of taking a back seat, and then y'all are just trying out like all the all the best options that y'all could potentially pick up. And yep. it's and it's kind of slim and hard to pick up um, somebody because y'all are an underage team, and so you know everybody everybody you know you could have the same like hacker situation um, where they join now and then they gotta leave because they want to do a CL qual or whatever. So yeah, it's a very interesting spot. You know, I wish I would have joined the scene whenever like I like in 2015. I was I was I could I could have never played this game underage in 2015. Mm -hmm. I was already 20 years old, so. So, uh, but a lot of players get a lot of head start on, you know, starting young and like, you can kind of just relax and play in the T3 leagues for as long as y'all want until, until, you know, C CL comes around it. I, it kind of sucks for, for like us older players, because like we started, I remember starting in T3 being on a shitty team with, with shitty teammates. None of them play the game. So they're not going to watch this hopefully. And, um, and going to CL Quals thinking we were going to make it. And I'm like, now I look back and I'm like, we were so like naive. Like we just came right in, didn't know anything about comp at all. And then thought we were going to make CL. And then we cried about it when we didn't because we thought we were good enough and we weren't. Like we were barely plat players, to be honest, back, mm -hmm. back then. So, uh, I mean, I hope y'all find somebody, anybody out there, you know, looking, uh, to hard breach IGL and all that, uh, then go for it. You know, um, what's, what would you say, uh, your role on the t team is? Because I saw you playing DAL last night. Y'all were just kind of mm -hmm. moving stuff around just to play the game. Uh, well, wait, so you're talking about against Gusick? Yeah. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Uh, that game was pre-recorded like about a week ago it was played, but we didn't obviously leak the, leak the score or anything, but, um, yeah, I was basically playing hard breach IGL that, that whole time because I can shot call. I've been a capable shot caller like my whole comp career. Yeah. Like, when I first started playing comp, I shot called. So like, um, I'm good at I I, I wouldn't say I'm like a natural hard sport IGL because um, I just don't feel like I can I can do it at the same time and play. It's hard for me to concentrate on myself and and IGL and like shot call people around at the same time. Mm -hmm. But um. That was just experimenting, like, um, with roles to see if the current players we had would work or not together. But mainly, I play flex or flank watch. I I literally can play anything. I don't care what off I play. Um, I'm a very good SMG 11 player. Um, I have experience on every role on attack, and I can play every role on attack. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, I, I like I just like playing the game, and I like seeing teams success. I could care less if I go 0 14. If we win the game, I don't care. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, so y'all were just moving stuff around, experimenting, even though the AL's trolling everybody by, you know, streaming like old vods. That's crazy. I didn't even know. I didn't even know they did that to be honest. But um, yeah. I was curious because I was like, I was, I was like, let's watch. Um, we were just getting done with practice, and I was like, uh, oh, OG's on playing Gusick on DAL. Let's um, let's see how they do. And then uh, you're you're messaging me like. What are we going to talk about on the podcast? And I'm like, like mid game. Are, are yeah? Are you? I, <laughs> I was messaging you back, but I was like, this guy's like insane. He, he's mm -hmm. he's mid game IGL, and he's he's asking about the podcast. That's crazy. Yeah, that was uh pre recorded a week ago. Like I remember, um, EJ put out a post about like he put out the score and a bunch of clips he had from the game like a week ago. You probably could find that on his profile, but that just shows how old the game was. Like, 
Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Villa theme, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. we watched the theme game. Yeah. So yeah, oh. is what it is. Yeah, we tied that. We kind of threw on theme. I'll be honest, but um, it's whatever. So what, like, what role though do you feel like you're best suited for, like, as a player? Like, what do you, what do you think you specialize in, or do you even believe in like specializing in a role? Um, uh, on defense, definitely a soft support or flex player because um, I am in an, I'm very good on SMG eleven. Um, I've been playing that like my whole comp career, and then mm-hmm. I'd say on attack, I'm a definitely good soft breach player. So I like playing the sledge, the buck. Uh, I my like the mo- the role I've had the most success with though in comp is probably flank watch, like off personal performance. I like like because usually your flank watch is the person playing like alone, cut off from the rest of the team. It's usually them or the second entry. Mm-hmm. So like on past teams I played, I usually played flank watch as like a lurk, and I just loved that so much. I love playing like lurk, playing with playing by myself as well. It's a lot more fun to me. Yeah, yeah, I got what you, I get what you mean. Yeah, we kind of um, so I kind of um, I've always been like put on the hard breach IGL role because like nobody on my team would ever want to do it, and I'm pretty good at it. And mm-hmm. I, I always like hated it, and I always wanted to move to like a different role. And then um, one of my teams disbanded and i was doing tryouts for like a lot of good teams and um they were giving me a lot of feedback and things and then i just kind of decided that i wanted to be the best hard breach igl player i could be like be the number one teammate be like um be like the coach of the team while also being on the team like putting in a hundred percent of the effort all the time and um and so when i joined uh, what is now Valor's, what used to just be nothing. Um, <laughs> I joined a really shitty team. I couldn't get on. Mm-hmm. I hope none of them are watching, but I couldn't get on a, a, a good team. So I've joined a really, really shitty team with four players who had zero like T3 experience. And, um, and over like the course of like the last six months, we slowly replaced like every player with like an actually good player. So um, shout out to TK, who was the first one to join a shitty team, to be honest. TK's a good <laughs> yeah. to be honest. That, that man just, I'm a Lucy in Sledge. He's different. Like I've never seen someone use Sledge's gun and just shoot me in the face as good as he does. So yeah, no, TK's definitely, in my opinion, underrated. He, um, He's learning the uh, first entry role right now. He has he's yeah. usually he he originally was on like a more supportive role like throughout his entire career too, and then um, you know he was obviously going crazy on like soft support, and uh, and we finally decided to move some stuff around and put him on entry. But uh, but yeah, now I've just like solely been the the IGL Harbridge player focused mm-hmm. on droning. It's a little, it's like a lot of people um, don't understand how hard being the hard breach IGL is like focusing, focusing on yourself, like being the best gunner you can be, you know, the best movement, the best aim, like helping your teammate out in the clutch because you're usually on in the clutch situations, plus um, being the best droner, the best calmer, and you could literally lose everybody the round with anything that you say. Mm-hmm. so it's like you have to be the hands down the best player the most knowledge on the team that you possibly could be period and um that's why it's hard to find igls like i think uh i can't remember who tweeted it the other day but t3 is like dried up on igls it's hard to find one um mm-hmm. yeah right now it's uh, i'm pretty sure there's only like a couple um i i only know like a few like three off the top of my head right now so like uh like uh T3 I feel like everyone just wants to become like the next newers, the next bolo where they just want to be insanely mechanically gifted and that's just not the way you should like go to the top because those are like two specific scenarios and you're obviously not going to be as talented as those two players like no offense to some of y'all but <laughs> no um, obviously we have some insane mechanical gunners in T3 but like I don't feel like that's the right way you should and you should learn different roles and branch out and try and learn new stuff because like everyone wants to be that and no one wants to be that support player because 
eventually when all the T3 players get old enough and all the T1 players get older, the T3 players will have to replace the T2 and T1 players. That's just how the like the cycle of like any sport, like that's how it goes. So you need to be more adaptive and learn like um, new roles, new things, etc. Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, like uh, you know, talent you're kind of born with it. So if you're not already bowl over newers, you you really got to work at it to to get there. So that is like kind of a harder path to take, to be honest. But um, mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't realize is if if you you know if you're smart enough or whatever there's some players who can't be an IGL and can't and they they can they can just be soldiers they're not leaders they can be soldiers mm-hmm. that's the best yeah. way to put it um but if you're a, if you're like that leading type and you want to dedicate yourself to being an the the best you know a better IGL or a better support player then you can like enhance your team you know through the roof like you can like solo handedly as long as your entries can fight back and you put them in the best you know scenarios possible then uh then you, you'll win a ton of games like that's that's basically how it works um but you know not everybody starts out at the same level like i always wasn't as good of an igl as i am now and uh mm-hmm. it's it's taken a lot of time and effort to to be better you know learning learning every day Let's uh let's talk about some uh some Twitter beef here. Um so first off, iNaps uh if for anybody who doesn't know has more followers than I do. So give me give me the lowdown. How do you how'd you get so many followers? Um, what's your strategy? Really, like key to it. I'll be honest, like I've said like stupid shit in the past like everyone has, but like um i'm like now i don't really care about what other people think of me like more than i used to but i'm just trying to be positive to more people because i realize there's no point to really argue with random people over the internet that i'll never see their face like in person Mm -hmm. so why insult them or make fun of them or do anything like that that's just childish there's no no one really has time for that i'm being honest and you'll see like the top players in the world like the best players in the world they don't they're not on twitter 24 7 fighting with people so why mm-hmm. should I do that? So like, if I want to be better and better myself, why should I just fight randomly with people on Twitter? So now like, um, what am I doing? I've just been being nicer to people. I don't care if you still hate me because of shit I said in the past. I mean, that's your personal opinion. Like, that's your personal um choice to like dislike me or not. Like, you can see with like people like I- I've apologized to people in the past for stuff I said. Like, that's just the thing you do. Because like, everyone, everyone as a human is just growing and evolving every single day. So. There's no, there's no really like real way to like just judge someone, even though it's like something they said three months ago, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, obviously I've had my fair share of arguments with people, but it's just, I don't, I don't really care about that stuff anymore. I'm just going to be nicer. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me. Um, I tweeted this a long time ago, but, um, it kind of goes hand in hand, like people grow, um, you know, the person you were a year ago or six months ago isn't the same person you are today. And so, you know, that's like that personal growth. And now, now you're, you know, growing up, making more, making better decisions potentially for your future and things like that. Um, and it's, it's kind of goes hand in hand with like siege because, um, I have a lot of old teammates who were on my team and they thought, you know, you know, Hash is probably the worst player on our team right now. And, you know, I might have thought, you know, they're the worst player on my team right now, too. And, uh, and you know, things move on. And, you know, they leave my team. They go to another team. They grind. I grind. They get better. I get better, hopefully. And now we're complete, we're two completely different players than we were back then. And, uh, you know, and then if somebody asked them, you know, you used to team with Hash, like, what, you know, is he a good player or not? Is he a good IGL or not? And to be honest, I wasn't probably a good IGL when they were on my team, mm-hmm. but, but uh, I'm a damn good IGL now, you know? And I think the same way yeah. about them, you know, I try to think the best of it. So it's kind of the same way with, you know, personal growth and things like that too. Mm-hmm. Like you can see like personal growth, like through like other people, like me and Kirk, when I first, or when he first switched to PC like a year and a half ago, I was on his first team, me and him team together. Um, 
eventually like things like just me, him, and another teammate being really, really childish. So I got kicked off the team. And then look now, like a year, year and like three months later, he joins back on Overture and I'm just a completely different person than I was like a year and a half ago. So. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I agree. Uh, you know, you know, TK is my uh, teammate now and a lot of people, um, would say he's toxic. You know, I hear that all the time. Like you team with TK, that that guy's toxic. Anymore. That guy's toxic. Anymore, bro. <laughs> no, no, he's a good teammate. He's the best teammate I've ever had. He's probably the best, you know, I've ever had, you know, right now in this moment. If I'd have teamed with him maybe a year ago, I remember the first interaction with TK, like um, he was trying out for a team that I thought was good that I was on and uh, and he egoed me. And I was like, uh, I, and he was rude about it too, like in the tryout. He was like, no, I'm just not joining this team. This this team's dog water. You know, I'm definitely not joining this team. And so then like a year later, we're trying him out again. And I'm on the shittiest team I've probably ever been on in my entire career. And the and the guy joins. Like, and uh, and then, you know, you get, I didn't really like him then either. And then you start teaming with somebody for a while. You get to know them. You get to know their quirks, you know. And, uh, and you know, it completely changed change the way i think about him you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. and that's how everybody else you know thinks about you too because i've had people who i've told that i'm having inaps on that used to probably you know have you blocked because of some tweets that you've said and things like that and uh and uh now i said you know i'm having inaps on what you think about that and i'm thinking they're gonna say something negative and they're like no nah, that guy's cool you know they're good good for him so is what it is um all right let's get down into the some nitty-gritty stuff uh we're already i don't even know i lost track of tom like 23 minutes there 23 minutes oh yeah i forgot i, I, I forgot we were live before 37 minutes for me but i think we were live mm -hmm. for like 10 minutes so uh what do you consider top t3 can you can you name okay. five um, can you name five T3 top three T teams or no? Just um, like right now, yeah. So obviously you have like the XT2 players team. So that's that's a uh, Venus team. I'm pretty sure Maidenless. And then you also have um, you have Bry's team, which uh, I forget like all the players on it, but I know they're gonna be extremely good because all of them play T2 Siege. Um, obviously, um, I think uh, I think it's mid will eventually be very good they need to figure out like some of their issues because they're not playing well right now in dow mm -hmm. um but i obviously think they're a good team because they have trev skunky um and chosen and those three obviously been teaming for like like a year and a half together at like at least so um and then we already know i'm pretty sure i think gusick is considered a t3 and my book at least i think they're fixing their play style and they're playing a lot more structured since uh Teddy left them, and I like the play style that they're that they're playing with lately. It's very like um, it's almost like structured, but they let like one player off the leash each round if they think they can make a play, and then they just walk through the building and kill three of you. Mm. So, um, I also think that Mystic Acad team with Hacker, Agro, uh, Cryptic's Baron, and Candle they are insanely good in my opinion. Um, I think they just need more time with Hacker, and they'll be very good. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna say myself on overture but i think we need to finish our tryouts see, see where we go from there but we've beaten some good teams so um i honestly think uh t3 is like 10 to 12 teams i know that's like hard to hard to say from like an na aspect because like t3 in europe and other um places it's like um it's like national team so you yeah. have or national league so you have like gsa for example um and that's like all like um, I'm pretty sure you need three fifths German to play in it. It's mm -hmm. kind of like CACL how it used to be. You need three fifths Canadian to play. I honestly thought um, CL CACL was definitely like more of a T2 level, but it would probably be considered T3 if it came back. Like um, only T3 leagues we have like currently right now until SFCL and SCS comes back is literally just DAL. That's it right now. And some people argue that it's not T3, and some people argue that like only the teams that are considered T3 are like the only teams that can co compete with CL teams. So like there's different opinions like I've seen 
But I, I personally believe T3 is like 10 to 12 teams. I think it's the top teams that are 18 and below. So, um, that, yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Or like t- the top teams that are not in CL. Yeah, that's yeah, what, so. yeah, that's the way I look at it too. Um, but when you look at. Oh, at, and Lycus Empire too. Sorry, forgot them. But um, they're yeah. building a pretty good roster. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, um, you know, nobody really knows what NAT3 is because, like you said, in your in Europe they have the national leagues, so it's pretty clear cut. It's almost like we couldn't say like I can't go beat a T2 team like in I can't go beat Nocturnes and scrims and then go say I'm a T2 player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you have to make cl to be a t2 player and then like an eu you have to make you know like a national league to be considered a t3 player and so uh, i remember when i first started out in in comp and i posted something on reddit i was like i said something like um you know uh i'm a i'm a new t3 player with uh looking for like advice on igl or something i might have said something weird like that and they and i got blown up because i was calling myself a t3 player they're like how could you be a new t3 player and you just started and it's like well at the time i was like what really defined t3 and na and a lot of those people who commented were were european players um themselves so like they were like well you're just not in a national league but i'm like it's not the same over here but i was not a t3 player back then to be honest but uh you know like a lot of people want to say SCS is T3. Like, if you make SCS, that's T3. I think I if- think that yeah, I think that's like um I forget the old league, but it had um like I think SCS is like um I kind of basing this off what like Hawk said. I think SCS is like T2.5 because you have CL teams competing against different T3 teams. So like if half the half the league is comprised of T2 teams, then it's not a T3 league because half the teams are T2. Yeah, that's so like that was kind of my argument too. Is like it's the SES fell in between the off season of CL and then had a whole bunch of CL teams basically in it. Mm-hmm. And, yep. s- and so the other teams that were in SES, those, like if they're winning, that's some, that's some T2 talent right there, you know? Um, so then that kind of makes DAL like T3 and then like maybe like CGN and Genesis, like T4, like, to be honest, if you want to put it out like that. Um, so it's very I mean, like a uh like a couple more uh, like t3 teams i'm remembering is jj's team which is i'm pretty sure valk valkyrie they're pretty good um don't be reading music is now ink don't be reading through the the, the 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 comments the uh the chat don't be reading through the chat they yeah. uh they said uh I... jj's team and they said uh electic oh eclectic's good i didn't I didn't see the chat. I just remembered that JJ's team as uh they came very close to CL from CL Qual, so I was like, obviously they're gonna be T three team. Yeah. Um but yeah, Eclectic is considered T three. I think I think Eclectic's very good. I just think they play kinda stupid, <laughs> my personal opinion. But it works, so like you can't you can't knock on it if it works, you know? Yeah, that's that's what a lot of uh people need to realize. Like uh we have some very interesting strats because um, I started developing like a whole new strat book for the attacker repick because you can't um, attacker repick is really shook up, you know, the attacking side of the half because you can bring the perfect operators for every attack. So now you can develop like three or four different attacks for the same site um, and then always bring the right, the right ops. And so, uh, yeah, so it's it's been very um interesting, you know, the attacks that I've been coming up with, you know, kind of like electric where um some of them are really fast and some of them are like really slow. So mm-hmm. you can kind of play, you can be like two different teams in one. So that's kind of what I've been preaching to like my team recently is like, you know, kind of adapt, be reactive to the, to like the other team. Uh, and it seems to be working. We're we're winning all the games, mm-hmm. all of our games in CGM. But kind of be nice. kind of be reactive to how they're playing. And so, like if mm-hmm. if they're like a team that doesn't know how to clear, like do a full map clear, then why are, why are we, you know, 
playing so far up, giving them picks, like playing too aggressive whenever they can't clear on their own. They're going to waste their own time, that type of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, so would you consider yourself and your team a T3 team now that you're in DAO? Uh, once we get a fourth and fifth, we'll see. But, like, because we're in Dow, probably yes. But, like, the past roster, that was me, Kirk, Inky, Casper, and Hacker, 100% T3 team. Because the teams we were beating, we may, we may never know how that team played out, like, in Dow throughout the whole season. But we know that that team made Dow. And we beat some very good teams in Dow. So there's no real way you can describe it yet because we are currently, like, looking for two players. So there's no – you can't really say – your T3 until we get that figured out and then we play against those, those T3 teams and improve ourselves. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, what do you have to say about all the slander on Twitter? You know, people say, you know, people love to say like, if you lose a match to OG, you lost the INAPS. What do you, what do That's you have just to... a meme. It's hilarious to me because like, I don't mind the hate because for every probably hater I have, I probably have ten people that are like friends with me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't personally care, and I don't even really feel like it's hate. I think it's just a meme, because I used to brand myself in like a really shitty way, and I like used to have like a massive ego about how I've accomplished everything, but I've really done jack shit. So <laughs> there's no like real way like you can say it. You lost inaps. That means you suck at the game and you should retire. So like that's the way I see it because people kind of like branded me in like a negative connotation, which I a hundred percent deserved it. So like, I don't, I don't mind it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very, it's very much a meme, I think. Cause it's, it's like, so, so trolly. Uh, mm-hmm. so when, when you say you haven't done anything, like what, I know you're still underage. So what, is like your short-term goals, long-term goals for yourself, for your team. Uh, like, what do you want to accomplish in in comp? Want to win a T three league. That's kind of like a big thing. Obviously, everyone's long-term goal if you're playing T three siege is just to make it the PL. That's just, and yeah. if you don't see it that way, then you're just not in the right in the right game. Because if you're working for like a comp goal, you're obviously working to make T one siege. And if you make it to T2 Siege and that's your long-term goal, you're not working hard enough because you obviously want to make it to T1 where you're living in a, in a team house with everyone you're like with and you're on a paid salary. You don't have that in T2 Siege right now. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I mean, you you kind of have to... Uh, right. I, I like to think of things as like un- obtainable. I don't like to set up unobtainable goals. So like um, my first... My very next goal would be to either make make SCS or make CL. Uh, yeah, and or so SFCL too. Yeah, SFCL is right. coming up. I'm very confident we'll we'll do well in qualifiers. Hopefully, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any players in T3 that you think should be in T2? Like right now, overagers, people that are of age, ready to go. Um. Say aggro, definitely deserves it. I think um, I think uh, show from achieved he he deserves an opportunity at, at the T two level. He was subbing for Nocturnes, but he is a very good player, very talented player. I think he deserves an opportunity. Um, I can't really think of anyone like off the top of my head. I think JJ definitely deserves it. He's been wanting it for how long, and he <laughs> just never really got it. He's always gotten like like a game away or a map away, which is just kind of like hard to think about hard to grasp for some people but um i'd say um like from people that i'm like uh closer with that are like not even of age i think kirk like right now if he was of a, of age which he currently is he's 31 right but um <laughs> if he was like actually of age i think he'd probably be on a cl team or a pl team like he is insanely mechanical good mind for the game um some some other people I'd say that that are um underage that are like just uh tearing it up um currently. Uh I'd say Yeji from Vipers, if you've ever played him. He is just insanely like raw mechanical gun skill. Um 
he kind of makes some stupid plays sometimes. But you know, if you're if you're a young player and you have insane gun skill and you have the ego to swing that, just swing that. Like it just you're mostly gonna win the gunfight unless they just the other team's better than you. But just like if you are a talented talented like um underage player and you can shoot very well, just I understand if you're playing with confidence and you're kind of playing stupid. Like it, it makes sense because you're allowed to have that ego and that bravado because the way you've played your whole entire like T3 career. So yeah. Um your mic's clicking up picking up your clicking. And also Ho- okay. Hawks in chat said uh by show do you mean shoe? Uh yes. Um yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about shoe. Yeah, cuz he I don't know, he's a very interesting player to me because I haven't really I haven't I've probably scrimmed him two or three times and I thought he was I thought the team was all right. Um but I don't I don't really know what he's he's done to like receive the accomplishments. So maybe I need like to like the praise he's got. Yeah, yeah, cuz he's been getting a lot of praise. I I don't know, I might need to have him on, ask him what's up, what where where he, you know, where he's getting mm-hmm. it from. Um <clears throat> All right, well, let's get into uh a little bit about the probably the less important stuff. Um how uh, how'd you get your gamer tag? Like, how'd you how'd you come up with the INAPS? Okay, so there is a famous Rocket League player named JNAPS, like probably one of the most like mechanically gifted Rocket League players of all time. Like, based off longevity, he's been playing the game for like since like season three, like originally, like in pro league, and he's been playing consistently. Now he's on G two, I believe, right now. Um, and I just put an I, it was originally just NAPS, just K and A P Z, and then I added an I. Well, like obviously I removed the J and then I put an I because I couldn't get like the Naps gamer tag on Xbox, just the five letter. So mm-hmm. I made it six and I put the I in front. That that's basically all I did. Well, it still works for you, so mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got uh I got my uh nickname in high school was hashtag because uh hash is my last name and so people thought it was funny to call me either hash brown or hashtag. And, uh, and I ended up sticking with hashtag cause I liked it more and then, uh, you know, kept it going. Now I'm trying to shorten it to hash, but Ubisoft says hash is an illegal word. So I'll have to call like Ubisoft support and try to get the hash name or whatnot. I don't know. Maybe they'll give it to me cause my last name, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, have you been on, is, is DAL like the first, like real league you've qualified for or what other what other leagues have you been in um i i would probably say like the i mean i played in dell before like the season before this one i played with stallions for like three games i was on their team for about like three four weeks um i'd say i'd say yeah probably this season at dell is probably the biggest league i've been a part of um i mean i don't really have any other like leagues that would be considered t3 um actually you could say um do you remember the old curse ascension league a long time ago yeah this is like before the org picked up a team it was just like the the pure league they had a they had a couple good good teams and that could be considered that were considered t3 at the time like two i'm pretty sure they had the um they had emergence in there um and this is like old emergence like old old emergence um i forget who was really on the team but um, yeah yeah i remember old emergence would like i think mm-hmm. like i think they still had like i think they still had like son of finn and like uh yeah. air force ones or whatever i remember playing them i lost to them a lot back then mm-hmm. they're a good uh, team um yeah we made i'm i was on a team with probably the only other accomplishment i have is whenever i was teaming with uh akinyo and um we made Upsurge League, and uh, it was like their last season of... Oh, wait, and UPL. UPL. Forgot about that. Did you Considered... make UPL? Yes, I was on UPL with um with the original Overture roster. That was me, Vim, Sirius, some guy, and our fifth was, I'm pretty sure it was either... Yeah, it was it was Psyche at the time. You know Psyche, he played for a Coastal. Yeah, yeah. Now, and then he was on Elation, he just left Elation, so... So, um, so what season was that? I wonder if we played each other and I didn't even realize it. We might have. 
the the very the very is. last season they were in siege is the one i played with and uh it had i'm pretty sure that was the last season it had surf mystic season where they had surf and mystic in finals yeah surf mystic were finals they also had like uh like some a team actually named lamicky uh phantom legion with trist and them Mm -hmm. um and i was on uh either digital dynasty or dallas vendetta back then i don't i can't remember but uh, we barely fumbled our way through the qualifiers, and uh, honestly, we probably shouldn't have made it. And then we lost like every game. I remember the closest game that we had was like a, an eight-seven overtime uh, loss to J Slime's team, and mm-hmm. I, and that was the highlight of my career at that point. We we had we had almost beat J Slime's team, and I was like, oh, that's this is it. I made it. Uh, no, nah, I'm just trolling. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, so did you, 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 you told me before we went live that you played Rocket League. Did you play any other like competitive FPS games or no? Um, I used to do BO2 tourneys on Xbox 360, but that was when I was like 12. Mm-hmm. So not, not really like anything, but, um, I did play Siege on Xbox one. I kind of sucked be honest like um i played mainly hard support on xbox i never really played for any notable teams but i knew a couple people and i played against a couple like a couple known teams but um yeah that's that's uh i don't really actually yeah i did play destiny comp on xbox xbox 360 i was pretty good um i didn't really i didn't really like um playing any paid stuff but i did play in some competitive leagues on that it was fun yeah so when 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 you started siege like look back at when you started and you knew nothing about comp what what is some things that you would tell you know get advice you'd give to somebody who's starting out in comp like what what should they do in order to get where you are in a shorter amount of time than it took you okay so number 1 uh i wouldn't go directly in a comp i'd go into i know this kind of kind of sounds weird but i go in a ranked grind your aim labs in Kovacs and just get some of the most insane aim in the whole world and just play ranked and brand yourself. And then when that's done and you have like, say 300, 400 followers on Twitter, go and go LFT as a player for comp. I know people will probably be like, Oh, you have no competitive experience. You play like an idiot. Okay. That doesn't matter. You're still like, you would be insanely, like insanely cracked at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the path I chose not to take because I love comp way more because it projected my strengths way more than my weaknesses. Because um, in comp, you don't really need necessarily need to have the best aim in the whole world to succeed. You just have to have good good game knowledge and know how to direct your team in the right way. Like, um, like for example, super perfect example. Like, um, <laughs> the deep final deep run at SI, um, and he shoots like he's a gold player. So, th- like it's it just matters about what you bring to the game mentally. Like, um, like you can even give like a T3 example. You could say like, say like Hawks, for example, he doesn't know how to work, like shoot his gun sometimes. And I will say that to his face and over this podcast, but, um, he still has a good mind for the game and is a very good IGL on shot call. So it, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you can aim, like, I will always say this, if you have, so say, like, the best mind in Siege that has ever existed, right, but you shoot like a bronze, you can still be a T1 player, because you will just be put on hard support IGL, and you'll just know how to play, have to play your positions, you know, know how to, how to play, like, your positioning perfectly, because you don't need to have perfect aim, like, necessarily 24-7, you just need to know where to position yourself and use, like, and just like crosshair positioning stuff like that, because you can just exist off that. You don't necessarily need to be the the best shooter in the whole entire world. That's true, but bronze might be a little bit of a stretch. I know, but like if you if you look at like the best, who would you say is the best mind for the game to ever exist? Like for Siege. For, I mean, I'm a super fanboy, so you already said mine. So you'd say super. I would have probably said Pengu or Canadian. If I'm being honest, Fabian would probably be in. Uh, uh, honorable mention, but if you just put them gun skill of like a like a, a bronze or silver, they they still succeed in comp. 
could still be on some like good teams. Probably not at like a T like a top T one level. But if you just replace them, sub them out with their old self on those old rosters, I guarantee they'd be just as successful. Maybe, maybe. Um, the um, yeah, it is an interesting argument. The thing, the thing with me is, is um, I've always been told that I've have terrible aim, terrible mechanics, and then um, I would always go like one for one on you know, terrible teams or whatnot. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I would post stuff, you know, I had like really bad DAL quals, like arguably I'm the reason that we didn't make DAL, um, because it was probably the worst quals I've had. So I, I completely changed, um, like the way I sit in my chair, the, where I place my keyboard, where I place my mouse, I've been grinding the aim because like it, it like to me, it doesn't matter how, good your calling is or how good your droning is or like how good of a support player you are if you're a support player majority of the times you're gonna have to try to salvage um rounds rounds. you're gonna have to salvage them yeah yeah you're either gonna salvage rounds on attack or you're gonna salvage rounds on defense and so um you know you gotta be able to like win 1v2s and win 1v1s for sure like 1v3 and 1v4 you know those those are gonna come like the better the better team you're playing against then the less likely you are to win those regardless of who you are. But, um, but yeah, you like, I've been really grinding the, uh, you know, the aim and mechanics as well, because, you know, you gotta be able to shoot back. You know, you can't just, you know, call your teams to victory all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it was that way. Sometimes, uh, the best rounds for me are like whenever I'm still on the roof with a drone and I'm just giving constant intel, and then my team's just running at them. But five v one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, let's see. We're getting to the end. Is there anything that you want to tell the viewers or the listeners? Um, because this will be up on Spotify and. Uh, Apple Podcasts later today. Any anything you want to clear the air on, or uh, any other topics you had that you wanted to talk about? Anytime I insult you on Twitter or something, it's a joke. Number <laughs> one, I just want to let you know that. So me telling EJ that I own him after I beat his pub second Dow, it's a troll. Don't get mad at me for trolling him and him getting mad at me. I thought it personally was just absolutely hilarious when I post like the GTA five cover with the, with the dog on the leash oh, with the yeah. guy, and I like, that's just hilarious to me. In my, my personal opinion, I don't like, if you personally took offense to anything I said, like, sorry, obviously I didn't mean it to be that way, but like, it's just, um, I'm very sarcastic. I know that's not really an excuse for like anything I've said, but if you dislike me, I just, Personally, I just could care less. I'm just going to keep on doing my thing. If you don't like it, okay, move on. Yeah, I mean, if it's clearly a joke, then they get butthurt that's on them, you know. Mm-hmm. So that is what it is. Um, I think we'll just wrap it up for this time. I'm going to have Hawks on uh, potentially next week. So I'll be seeing you guys then. Appreciate it.